I'm Lyric Duby, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio, your local online radio. Hi, everyone. This is Beach Corner, backstage pass for all your local entertainment. I'm Diana Chicky. My guest today released two full-length albums and four singles from his third album. Finished recording a fourth album in Los Angeles with multi-Grammy Award producer Warren Hughart. Warren is credited for the soaring platinum-winning and Billboard albums such as Aerosmith, The Fray, James Blunt, The X Factor, to name a few. Currently managed by Robert Knight, legendary rock photographer who snapped pics from Jimi Hendrix, Santana, Jeff Beck, and the list goes on. While in California, met with Carl Santana slash Dirty Loops and John Five. Meet 16-year-old Lyric Dubay, singer-songwriter, model, actor who holds a second-degree black belt from Barry. He created his own personalized style called Revolution Rock, a marriage of rock, pop, blues, and jazz. He writes all of his own music and lyrics. Lyric began his musical career at nine years old and at 15 already released two full-length albums, playing at benefit concerts and major music festivals in southern Ontario, such as the Canadian Music Week. To many people, he is considered an old soul with a sound that is new and refreshing. Lyric won the Best Young Songwriters Award at the Barry New Music Festival in 2011 and the Most Promising Youth Award at the Barry Arts Awards in November 2014. He's done many appearances on Rogers TV, Breakfast Television, and numerous radio interviews. Did I mention he's only 16 years old? He collaborated with producers from Los Angeles, Nashville, and Toronto. He was the opening act for Walk Off the Earth, Lee Aaron, Jim Cuddy, and David Usher. I'm delighted to welcome to Beach Corner, Lyric Dubay. Lyric will discuss his passion for music, and as a treat, we'll get to hear him play live. Don't go away. We'll be right back with my very talented guest, Lyric Dubay. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with Saga Beach's local online radio. Hi, I'm Scott Thornton, and you're listening to BeachBoosterRadio.com. You're listening to Beach Corner, BeachBoosterRadio.com. I have a very special guest on the show today, Lyric Dubay. Lyric is only 16 years old and has accomplished so much in such a short period of his life. He just returned from Los Angeles where he finished recording his fourth album with multi-platinum producer, songwriter, mixer, Warren Huard. Warren is known in the creation of platinum winning and billboard soaring albums such as Aerosmith, The Fray, James Blunt, The X Factor, to name a few. Lyric has been featured on local music exposure with Sean Crozier as we continue to showcase great local talent on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome to Beach Corner, Lyric. Thanks for having me. You've accomplished a lot for a young teenager. Just finished recording your fourth album with Grammy Award winner Warren Huard. How did you enjoy working with Warren? It was great working with a seasoned professional like him. It's, uh, it's been a fantastic experience so far. And how did you meet him? I met Warren through my manager. Uh, he had worked with him in the past, and uh, Warren had suited some of my producing needs, and it was just a great match. So when recording, what do you like the most? Uh, I'd have to say my favorite thing is having the ability to go back over and, and perfect all the little mistakes and uh, spend time on the guitar and really hear the song come together. That's one of the probably my favorite things about all recording. So what do you find most challenging when you're working in the studio? Uh, the most challenging thing... Uh, is after you've been working a week of 12-hour days, you start to get a little bit tired, so it's hard to keep the vocals going that long and some of the guitar roots, but sometimes it's good to just get a short break and you get right back out of that full force. So describe your music, Revolution Rock, because, you know, it's kind of unique. It encompasses a lot of different music genres. 
Yeah, um, so that kind of came together through my first two albums. And people would say, well, what genre is he? Well, I'd say, I'm rock, pop, jazz, class, and it just went on. And it just, uh, I, I kind of developed into Revolution Rock, because I do have an uh, RCM grade 8 exam ticket, which is university entrance. I study mm-hmm. jazz, and I play rock, pop, and blues, and listen to metal. So between wow. all those genres, it really kind of melted into one that became my identity. So that's called Revolution Rock. So how do you balance your homeschool and music? Uh, that's a very tricky one for sure. I a lot of a lot of long long days. Uh, I I do attend. I still do attend guitar lessons every day of the week, so that I make sure I can keep everything in uh, top shape. And as for the schooling, every chance I get when I'm in the car or when I'm at home, uh, if I'm not playing music or exercising, I'm doing my schooling. It's a it's a good life. <laughs> and how time consuming is your music? Music takes up eighty percent of my life. And but when you do something you love, really, it's not like. It takes it up. It's 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 a great way to spend it. I'd, I'd it'd probably if I could choose one thing to do for the rest of my life and only do that, it would be music, hands down. <laughs> so having said that, do you have time to hang out with friends? Uh not really. No, I <laughs> I, I have about three really really close friends that I do see on a semi regular basis, uh, maybe for an hour at most, or we'll, we'll go and we'll go see a show. But no, my friends understand my my music situation, how busy I am, and that I'm working a career, and uh, they're always happy to just. Come see if it's even if it's for a short time. So you have no time for girlfriends. No. <laughs> <laughs> you now have a manager, Robert Knight. You spoke about a little bit earlier. Well-known, legendary rock photographer who photographs such stars as Jimi Hendrix, Santana, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, to name a few. So when you first met Robert, how did you feel to have such an acclaimed manager? Well, at first, I had no clue that Robert was going to be a manager. He didn't first approach me as a manager. He approached me and put me in his Brotherhood of the Guitar, where he helps out young guitar players and anyone who's who has the chops to keep going and wants to play. So he helps us out, and then once he got to know me and I got to know him, he, he'd approached me for management. So he came to visit me in Canada, and he spent about a week with me just just getting to know me, seeing, seeing what's going on, because like, I don't drink or smoke or do drugs, so that was a good, a good plus for him to keep everything in positive order. And then he then he said, look, Lyric, I'd like to manage you. And I said, of course. So we worked out a contract. And, yeah, it's been going great ever since. I've been taken down. I've got endorsement sponsorships. I've been recording my fourth album in Los Angeles with Warren. It's just been a great experience. Wow, it's amazing, eh? Sometimes it just opens the door having a manager like that. So um, tell us about your uh, band members. I mean, you now have band members. Can you name them where they're from? Because I see they're a little bit all over the place here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Robert, like I said, he does have the Brotherhood of the Guitar. And he also is working on putting together the Brotherhood, uh, the Drummerhood and the Brotherhood of the Bass, etc. So he's taken some of the best, uh, one of the best young drummers named Bobby Rawson from Portland, Oregon. Uh, my bass player is currently a studio player in Los Angeles. His name is Hunter Craig. And my guitar player is right from Toronto, actually. His name is Steve Costello. He's, he's amazing. My band is just absolutely phenomenal. And I've seen some of your music video with Steve Costello doing a jam guitar. It was sensational. Yeah. Quite amazing. So how did you guys connect? Like, these are all over. This, this came from your manager putting all yep, this together? Yeah, like I said, Robert Robert had, uh, had all of them. He'd been talking all of them for a long time. And he'd said... He said to my drummer, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in something. I don't know what yet. It was about three years ago. And then when he met me and he was putting a band together, he put together this. So it's, he, it's, he it's, 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 it's a super band, really, is what it is. He's put together some of the best. I have the best, some of the best rhythm section players that are out there, really. Wow. And it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what it's like, what's the vibe like with these guys? 
it's great. We all have. It's hard to find young people that can that play, have the drive to play like we do. It's one thing to play as a hobby, but when you're playing as a career, it's a different world. So when you find someone who has that kind of connection with the rest of the bandmates, and we all get along, have the same personality. So uh, <laughs> I, we, it's fabulous. The the energy in the band is just insane. That's, well, that's great. great. So you have that drive together. For sure. So you write your own songs. And I've noticed that some of your songs are about broken hearts. So being so young, have you experienced such feelings? Uh, yeah, you know, I think everyone has in, in a way. It's uh, whether it may not just be relationships, just uh, family members. or And it's that kind of thing that continues on. But like, I don't have time for girlfriends now, so <laughs> I did at one point, but... You will when you get older. Oh, exactly, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun road so far. And, and uh, where'd you get your inspiration to write songs? I read a lot of books. I am a big bookworm. I've, and uh, I do, I watch, I watch the, a fair amount of Japanese TV as of very recently, because all I do is <laughs> play music. So it's so, anime? Yes, I am. So anime yeah. books you're reading? Uh, yeah, I, I read... No, actually, I read novels. Uh, oh. I, I read novels. I studied mythology for a long time of nice. all sorts, uh, Egyptian, Roman, Greek, etc. And yeah, so there's... Like I said, I, I do read a lot of a lot of different genres, and I don't. I used uh, I used to watch TV when I was very young, and I still I never really picked up TV again, just because I've been practicing so much. But not uh, movies and books. That that was be my two biggest inspirations, I'd say. Great. Well, joining me today is Lyric Dubay, singer-songwriter who will perform live for our Beach Booster Radio audience. So, Lyric, can you please introduce your song? Yeah, the song's called Bridge to Nowhere. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Enjoy. A beautiful bridge nowhere Somewhere on the ocean floor It's a beautiful bridge nowhere Just underneath the sand shore And one day, someday, if I'm here Standing one thousand miles out And you drift on by and see me So we can finally work it out 
It's a beautiful operation nowhere Somewhere on the ocean floor It's a beautiful operation nowhere Just underneath the sandy floor And one day, someday, you find me here Steady one thousand miles out And you drift it all by and you see me It's a beautiful bridge to nowhere Somewhere on the ocean floor It's a beautiful bridge to nowhere Just underneath the sandy shore Welcome back to Beach Corner, BeachBizRadio.com with my guest, Lyric Dubay. Hope you enjoyed this beautiful song. What a nice song, Lyric. Where was the inspiration for this one? Uh, actually, this one, I was in Exuma, Bahamas, uh, right before I went to Nashville to record. And uh, this song, I was, I was with my family, and my little cousin, she loves to draw. She's a fantastic artist. She goes, what do I draw? And you can only say, draw a cowboy so many times, right? So I said, draw the wind. She goes, how do you draw the wind? I go, I got an idea. And away I went. And while we were on another, actually, we went just, a local took us out in his boat. And, uh, and right before the economy dropped, they're going to build a huge resort. And they built this bridge. And the bridge went to nowhere. Literally. It was just cut off, and it was the open sea. And it was the most beautiful, intricate bridge, all the detailing, because it was meant to, to be the walk over to the main resort. And so you'd, you'd go under it, or you'd stand on a bridge and just look out, and it just dropped off to a cliff. It was absolutely incredible. It was uh, <laughs> it was it was amazing, really. So that inspiration kind of drove the song. That and just the you know the beautiful warm weather and white beaches, right? How cool <laughs> is that? So, uh, have you had any vocal training? Uh, actually, yes, I've had lots of vocal training. Uh, I started out with Elaine Overholt in Toronto, and I did some theater training with her and other rock vocal training. I uh, worked with Virgil Scott, who's a fantastic Motown singer in the local Toronto Toronto area. And most recently, I've been working with Ron Anderson out of the States, who does all the uh, vocal training for people like Steven Tyler and Avril Lavigne, and it goes Adam, Adam Levine, sorry, and it goes on. And uh, yeah. And what do you enjoy most? Uh, what type of songs do you enjoy the most to sing? Um, that's a really hard one because a lot of times, uh, really, it just depends on my mood. Sometimes I like singing a really calm, smooth jazz. That's that's always a lot of fun to sing. Um, sometimes you love the low growl of the blues that you can get, and uh, sometimes it's that really smooth John Mayer feel. So it depends on the mood and depends on the day. And I understand you want to tour, and Japan is on your wish list. So what do you like about Japan? 
uh, the culture, I'd say. And there's been, I've had a lot of friends go there and have a lot of success. And everyone who goes says it's absolutely amazing and it's a must-see. So I, I am a world traveler. I've backpacked Europe. I've been all over the States. And uh, the one place I haven't been is Japan. And I, it's, it's always been on the number one list. And if I could tour in Japan, that'd just be a dream come true. Oh, that's wonderful. So are you planning to learn to speak Japanese? Most definitely. <laughs> I am. I, that is that is probably I, one of my top three languages to learn because I, I am like I said I, I like to read but I like to learn as well so like I'd love to learn German and I already see so speak a small bit of French and a very small very small bit of yeah, yeah. Spanish but I love to I am Swiss and German so I'd love to learn Swiss or the German dialect of Swiss very cool. and uh, Japanese is very high and I think it would be a big hit over there in Japan, Japan oh, for you. sure, yeah, with your look and everything. So do you have a favorite concert you attended? Most definitely. One of the best concerts I've ever been to was, uh, it, was it was 30 Seconds to Mars in Lincoln Park. And 30 Seconds to Mars was my, uh, was my favorite band for the longest time. They still are. And I actually got brought up on stage twice out of luck. I'd, wow. We got our seats upgraded by luck. Then they brought us down to the pit. And then someone approached me and asked me if I wanted to be part of the show. Oh, my So gosh. we threw out the balloons on the one song, This Is War. And then a second time, she goes, hey, you again. Do you want to go on stage? And I was just like, what? I'm up there with Jared Leto. And uh, Shannon handed me a drumstick. It was, it was just like, oh my gosh. I, I'm like, I, I'm thinking like, I, I call my manager. I go, did you do this? He's like, do what? I go, did you get me on stage? Because he knows the guys. And he said, no, that was luck. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it was, it was awesome. And the concert itself was just incredible. Like I've like I've seen the Zeppelin tribute. I've seen Heart. I've seen Matchbox Twenty. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of artists. And uh, the show for Thirty Seconds to Mars in Lincoln Park was just unbelievable. If I could recommend one show, I'd say go see Thirty Seconds to Mars. Okay. Now tell me this thing. I heard you went to see the Johnny Depp concert. How was that? Because I'm a big Johnny Depp fan. It was. It was awesome. Johnny Depp is actually a great jazz guitar player. He didn't play any there, which is too bad. But he played a lot of rock. And uh, there was it was Johnny Depp and two surprise guests, and we didn't know who they were. So I showed up, and it was Alice Cooper and Joe Walsh. Wow! So I was—it was just awesome. It was—it oh was a great concert, and uh, we had great seats. Again, by luck, right? Oh, <laughs> and that's so nice. Yeah, it, it was uh, actually Albert Lee walked up to my manager and said, "Hey, Robert, I want these tickets? I'm, I can't go. I'm busy." And then, and he looks at me, and he hands them to me and my guitar player. We, we are at Nam. And he goes, you guys want to go see Johnny Depp? We're like, sure, <laughs> we'd love to. Oh, and uh, cool. yeah, it was awesome. It was a it was a really good show. Nice. So, how do you prepare yourself for a concert? Um, like, what do you mean know, by, by like prepare myself? <laughs> well, do you do anything special prior to going on stage, like rehearsal, your vocal? Like, how's your day? Run through. Like, I'm performing yep. tonight. So, how are you getting ready? Uh, I really don't do anything overly special. I just uh, I, I stay away from all greasy products, uh, dairy products, and sugar, just because uh, that can cult- cult the vocal cords. Now there are some people that can eat a block of cheese and then sing like a bird. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, like I said, I, I do avoid dairy. Um, so no pizza for me, right? Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't really do anything special. If I have a sore throat, I will drink uh, warm water with lemon. Uh, I've just recently gotten into drinking tea, so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to drink tea <laughs> without caffeine. Well, tea is good for you. <laughs> for sure. But do you, like, warm up your vocal cords? Yep. I mean, do you have uh, any exercises? Yep. I sing some scales. Do? I sing through some really easy... Um, I, I'm a really big John Mayer fan, so, and a lot of his stuff is very monotone. It's in the middle or lower parts of my ranges, okay. and I can amp it up to get, hit the high notes if I want to. So I, I use... Uh, 
I alternate the uh, the melodies in his songs to suit my vocal warm up needs, so it sounds can sound a bit nicer. So I'll play through the odd John Mayer song. I'll play through some of my mellower stuff, and maybe sing like a light jazz tune, like "All of Me." Why not take all of me? Can't you see I'm no good without you? Something like really, very cool. Something low and grooving, and that helps get the just kind of warm it up. Nice. You're just born to do this. It's just like in your blood. It just <laughs> flows here. Is there a festival or venue you would like to perform? Um, yeah, one of the one of the biggest uh, the biggest stages that I want to play is the Rock and Ring in Germany, and the, every single one of my favorite bands have played there. And it, for that for that reason alone, it's uh, it, it'll be if I could play the Rock and Ring. I don't know what the name of the festival is, but they have a festival every year then or every couple yeah. of years, and. Uh, and it, it's it's amazing. <laughs> so you met a lot of celebrities. Any anyone caught your attention as far as mentor? Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of people actually. I spent I spent a lot of time backstage with Santana. On I, I went to, I got to go see him live, and he spent an hour with me backstage talking jazz. He doesn't play his stuff live, but Santana is a drop dead jazz player. He wow. wants nothing more than to play Coltrane all day. That is his favorite thing. And so he put on his favorite jazz records for me. And he only had one guitar. He said, oh, too bad I don't have two guitars. I'd love to play jazz with you. And he knows all the standards off by heart. He was such an amazing down-to-earth guy. And, and he, said, he said, it's all about your tone. It all comes through your soul. It comes through your heart. And, uh, and he said, next time, next time you're in town, get your, uh, my manager knows him. He said, get Robert to bring you back and bring you with the guitar. And we'll play some guitar together. Nice. And uh, Slash was like that, too, actually. Slash was really down-to-earth. I got to see him just before he took off to Japan. And uh, yeah, I saw him right before the rehearsals, and he drives up in a Austin Martin, wow. walks out, and he goes, uh, he walks up to Robert, he goes, "Where have you been? Don't be a stranger. Like, come over to my place sometime." Aww, and then he goes to me, he goes, "Who's this?" And I, I'm Lyric, and he goes, and he was really nice, and uh, apparently slashes, and he's a, he he remembers people, like he remembers all the people in between, all the fans he's met, and he'll tell you where he he met you. He's such a great guy. That is and, amazing. Uh, there's so many people are like that. It's uh, they're all really really Aww. approachable. So who? As an artist, has the most influence on your music style. Uh, as an artist, I would say uh, John Mayer because he he does have a wide variety of styles. The way he moves about and the way he did study jazz, and I'd say Santana and John Mayer. Although you won't always hear it in my music that I play, that's where I draw the biggest inspirations from tone and lead guitar playing from. Uh, especially Santana, if I could relate myself to one player, I'd say I sound the most like him, just because of his uh, the, the, how mellow he can play at times and not have to worry about overdoing everything it's a it's a really nice change so your music videos do you have any creative input uh definitely actually me i i, I write out a, a dummy script and then i talk to the videographer about it and then we make our edits and we add our so we go through the times in a video we mark it with what we envision and then as we as we go i kind of co-produce it and work through so the, i'd say the the creativity level is equal on the video aspect and uh yeah so the, the videographer is uh really for me the biggest thing is if they can really work that camera well. If they know, if they know how to use all the all the dollies and the trains and stuff, then uh, then we're good to go. I've seen one of your videos. I saw you went to Fifty Sixty Diners in Wasaga Beach, and yes, some of the I beach did. scenes were there. That's great. Yeah, for sure. That yeah. was fun. Hopefully, you'll get to enter one of your music videos in our Wasaga Beach Short Film Festival for a fifth Most annual. Definitely, that would yeah. be great. I'll probably enter in something off the third album. And I, I recently recorded uh, three videos for that. I recorded one studio, which was uh, the Bridge to Nowhere, and then I did two big productions, which are They Say I'm Black. Wow. So do you find social media has helped gain success with your music? Uh, with my music, most definitely. Uh, y- y- you can definitely see the, the downfalls of the modern day age with music and that when you when, if, when someone says up to, uh, sets out to make a career in music and make money, 
there is zero money in album sales. It's just not there. It's all in merchandise and tour. And uh, but social media is for promotion wise is probably the best thing that's happened to the promotion industry. It's it's such a it's vast thing of knowledge and <laughs> if you can tap into it and you know how to use it there's nothing better really and that opens up to the entire world as well too it's worldwide yep. so how are your parents reacting to the success you have reaped so far uh they're very very tired <laughs> they're tired yes definitely <laughs> uh, i run i run hard hours i'm i'm to bed at uh 10 o'clock at the earliest every night and i'm up at five o'clock every day whoa yeah i have guitar lessons at anywhere from six to seven <gasps> Uh, for two to three hours, I'm, I'm taking my advanced theory right now, so that's a lot of work. Wow. And like, like I said, if you do what you love, it's not work. And if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. So it, it, what you do, you got to do the work at some point. Whether you do it now or you do it later. If I were, if I wanted to be a doctor, you know how many years of schooling I'd have? It's the same thing. I have this many years of of guitar, of learning my instrument, and so they're definitely tired out by. Uh, I just got my license, so they're happy that I can drive myself <laughs> to guitar. They don't, they don't have to get up at 5, 6 in the morning to drive me, which is, which, which is good. And uh, I'm starting to be able to get around a bit more myself, and so I'll be flying to New York by myself, and I'll probably buy a place down in Vegas or, or L.A. So oh, it's... Uh, so you'll have to start, you know, setting yep. up little camps here and there because exactly, you're traveling exactly, so much. Yeah. So what's next for Lyric Dubay? Uh, up next would be to release this fourth album. We're to have a bunch of record labels uh, offers on the deal, mm-hmm. on the table, and we're, we're we're debating maybe not even taking one, just going indie and doing it ourselves, which is a it's an option for sure. And there's there's a great chance, and but it's also a lot of work. And I I, I think I'm ready to take on that amount of work. So next up would be getting it figured out what we're doing with the label. If we're going to open up our own, if we're going to sign to one, and what's going to happen that way and then hopefully we can get on the road and get touring with the band as fast as possible so this fourth album do you have an idea when you're planning to take to take it'll come out um hopefully within the next month i'd say oh wow so okay. it, it really depends like i said what's going on with labels i haven't even got the rest of the songs back yet mm-hmm. i recorded the first five uh, earlier last year and then i just finished recording the other ones this january and i have heard i haven't heard anything because i was down there for a month I spent the first uh, week at NAMM and rehearsing. We had a showcase in mm-hmm. uh, downtown Los Angeles, Hollywood. And then when we had to actually <laughs> go in the studio, uh, I, I, I go in the studio myself and I do it. I just laid down the acoustic guitar tracks, electric guitar tracks, and my vocals, and I drove to Vegas the night I finished. Oh I, I, so I, I had one week to finish, pretty much, or uh, just over a week to finish doing five more or six more songs. Wow. So it, it, was, it was real tight, but it was... Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to turn out good with the producer like warm behind it. I'm not a lot worried. So. Oh, I'm sure you're in good hands. So where can we find more information on you? Uh, you can hit up my uh, my Facebook, my Twitter, Instagram. It's all at LyricDoobie. Uh, my website is LyricDoobie.com. You got it. <laughs> L-Y-R-I-C-D-U-B-E-E.com. And all my links are on there for social media. You can get my songs, give them a listen. And uh, so stay tuned for new stuff. You can sign up for my newsletter and fan club as well, and you get pre-releases. So you'll get the song a week before it comes out. you get the new video in the, in the background. It's always, it's always really cool to see. And I love talking to you guys. So hit me up. Send me a message. Love to chat. Wonderful. So thank you, Lyric, for being my guest. I wish you continued success. However, before we go, can you please introduce the next live song you'll be doing for us? For sure, the next live song I'm going to play is called Combat of Love. This is an unreleased song that I just recorded, actually. Excellent. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Don't go away. We'll be back after this song.
enjoyed Lyric Dubay's live songs on Beach Corner as much as I did. I would like to thank Lyric and wish him all the best of success with his fourth album. For more information and for all the latest details, visit his website, lyricdubay.com, spell D-U-B-E-E. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Boost Radio. I'm Diana Chickie. Beach Corner is broadcast weekly on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 and 7 p.m. and is a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at beachbooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio station. Download your free Beach Booster Radio app to enjoy local radio anywhere. We encourage you to interact at info at beachbooster.com. Thanks for listening.